Uh, good morning, good afternoon. Um, I'm Jim Gerson. I'm the president of Speedo North America and welcome. Uh, this is a pretty exciting day for Speedo. Uh, today we're launching the Speedo USA Federation uh, suit and you're also going to get an opportunity to meet some of our athletes who will be we wearing this suit in the Tokyo uh, Olympic and Paralympic Games. It's kind of like, okay, Canada, a little nervous. And the fact is this happens only every four years. If you think about it, the, Olympic, the Olympics come around every four years and we launch every four years with, the, with this uh, particular uh, suit. And um, I will tell you that I think that um, one thing I want to say is these, these athletes have worked so hard and, and accomplished so much just to make this team. And we're really honored and, uh, and proud to be supporters to help them uh, to hopefully achieve the goals that they're trying to achieve here at the Olympic Games as we go forward. Speedo is really no, um, uh, uh, Speedo's been in the, in, in the uh, business for over 89 years and we've supported Olympic swimmers for, for many years. And uh, basically one of the things we're really proud about is the fact is that Speedo has won more Olympic gold medals than any other brand in the Olympic Games. It's something to really be proud of. And you would say, well, do you with that background and so forth, it's not something that we rest upon. We don't rest upon our laurels. We have a culture that tends to develop, tinker, tweak, and so forth to try to make sure we find the best innovations. And over 20 years ago, before the Sydney Games, we came out with the Faskin series. It was the most innovative technological, technological suit uh, in the industry. And it's been evolutions. We've partnered with outside uh, uh, tech partners. We've partnered with, uh, um, with, with uh, agencies to, to, to come up with a, um, a suit that was innovative, that moved, moved the meter forward. Uh, we looked at nature. We looked at biomimicry and looked at how nature solved problems and challenges. And we use some of those those learnings and put them into perspective to evolve this suit. So today, we have two suits that uh, that our, our Olympic athletes will be wearing: uh, the Pure Intent and the Pure Valor. And uh, I will tell you, it is an evolution. And one of the things that, again, when you look at when it was launched in 2019, one of the things that uh, we, when we track records and look at things. Over 62, to put it in perspective, over 62% of the world um, records were broken in this, these two particular uh, models between 2019 and today. So it's a pretty impressive record in the fact is these suits not only are going to look great, they're going to perform great. And that's, that, those, that percentage is more than all of our competitors combined. So if we get a chance right now, what I'd like to do without further ado is not only show, talk to you a little bit about the technology within these suits, but let's take a look at like, what these suits are going to look on the blocks in Tokyo. There'll be two versions. There'll be a, there's obviously a male and, and female version, but there's also the intent and the valor. Here you're seeing the male version um, of, of the suit that you'll be seeing on the blocks in the Olympic Games. And if we can flip to the next slide, you'll see the female version. When we came into the development process in 2019, our thought process, how do we help our athletes? How do we help them achieve and be that support mechanism? Understanding that they're the engine that drives. We're the support mechanism that works with them to help them try to achieve their goals. Uh, the, the first suit, the Pure Intent, is really our most compressible suit. This particular suit basically takes uh, high compression and puts the body in an uh, aerodynamic way into the water that allows it to propel through the water, resisting drag. That's the idea that you want to shoot through the water almost in a tube-like fashion as you go. There's also the Pure Valor, and that will be worn by uh, Caleb Dressel and Haley Flickinger going into the Olympics, among, among others. But this is, this is a, our most lightweight technical suit. 
uh, that basically has uh, maximum flexibility for comfort and uh, range of motion. Motion. It's truly an athlete's preference of what they want to wear and what they feel comfortable in the water. Again, Speedo's there to assist them to try to get to their goals. So as you look at this, you want to say to yourself, well, what's next? You know, you've, see, you've seen what's going on and so forth. And I want to give you a little teaser of where we're heading and so forth in the future. But before that, I also want to remind you that we're going to have video chat. If you've got questions and so forth, please put them in the chat room and we'll grab those as we go, um, we go forward. As I mentioned, we're never satisfied. We, we, look at, we look and say, well, where can this be? What does this suit look like? We have the first 20 years from the Faskins launch. What does the next 20 years look like? As we think about this, we said, what can it be? And what we've done is we've looked and we've said, we've got a concept that we're going to work towards, a concept that we're going to drive towards and, and develop. And we've put it on three pillars, the pillars of customization to start with. A suit that really is made just for you. Almost instead of putting a suit on, a suit that makes you feel like it's been painted on your body. We've also looked at, obviously, speed and performance, because that's what that's what these suits need to do. We need to make sure our athletes are the fastest in the water. So in, under the speed and performance, we look at this and go, well, can this be a smart suit? Can this also tell us biometrics that go back to our coaches and so forth and the athlete to tell them how their body's performing in the water, to make sure not only on training day but on race day that they perform to their best ability? And one of the pillars that we embrace here at Speedo is, is sustainability. And that's the process, obviously, of making sure that we're friendly to the earth. Are they recyclable? Are, are they um, to make sure that we are friendly, uh, friendly to the earth and looking at uh, sustainable products and sustainable propositions? So you say, so what does Speedo 4.0 look like in 2040? We've got a little teaser video for you to see. So I'm going to ask the, the group to play that for you right now. And... Uh, I think you'll be pretty excited for what you see. Pretty awesome, right? I, I not not only is we're not only is Speedo thinking about today, but Speedo's also thinking about tomorrow. And I think you've got to always set your goals. And I've always been told if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. And I and I truly believe the fact is that we have a strategy and a, and a, and a direction of where we're going to take these suits as we go forward. 
And you can imagine what those athletes are going to look like in 2040 uh, when, when these suits come out and we're pushing the limits again and breaking and breaking barriers and making waves. Um, what I'd like to do right now is uh, bring in a few of our athletes uh, to introduce them to you. We've, uh, as, as we do all do in the COVID world, we've had some technical difficulties on, uh, on bringing a couple of our athletes we expected today, and that's okay. Uh, I, want, I want to make sure that I, I bring them to light and, and you understand who, not only who you'll see in our suits, but maybe giving you just a little perspective of who they are as individuals. Um, so if we could do me a favor and, and roll this, I'd like to introduce you to some of our Team Speedo members. First of all, uh, an amazing dominating performance uh, this last week in Omaha, two-time Olympic gold medalist, seven-time world record holder, uh, Caleb Dressel, uh, uh, will probably, as you'll see in, in uh, Tokyo, will etch his name into history. Uh, Caleb uh, qualified in the 50 free, the 100 free, and the 100 fly, and we, we expect him to be, uh, to be uh, on several relays going in, in, into the game. So as you'll see, Caleb's based out of Gainesville, Florida. Uh, happened to have a little technical difficulties down there with the weather and so forth. Uh, we're, uh, we're hoping to have him join, but at this point, uh, if he joins us, we'll bring him back in. But I just want to make sure you, you get to know that name real well because uh, Caleb will be front and center uh, in the Tokyo Games. Our next athlete, if I can flip it, is, uh, is Haley Flickinger. Uh, Haley's a returning Olympian who dominated the 200-meter um, butterfly at trials, uh, second fastest time in the world. So again, someone you're going to hear her name uh, as we go into the Olympic Games. Uh, she swam at the University of Georgia. Haley will be competing in the 200-meter fly and also the 400 IM uh, individual medley relay. The next one I have is a new athlete uh, with us, uh, recently joined Team Speedo. He's a five-time national uh, champion, and he secured his first bid in the Paralympic Games by setting three American records uh, in the 100 and 200, uh, excuse me, 150 meter free, uh, freestyle. Uh, Jamal Hill uh, is based out of the Los Angeles area, and uh, you know, not only is he an amazing athlete, but he's also an amazing individual for uh, some of the work that he's doing uh, in and out of the pool. Uh, Jamal has a, a swim foundation called Swim Uphill. Just Swim Uphill, and it's a nonprofit that really is, works on teaching kids and, and, and adults in the LA area how to swim. He's got a goal of over teaching over a million people to swim. It's, it's an incredible goal that Speedo embraces with him. And so we're working with him on how to bring this to life and bring the awareness to this. And we're really happy and, and thrilled that he's part of our team. And uh, so and not, not only, he, he's also co-wrote a book, it's called A Bowl, A Bench, and A Bucket. And I will tell you, he talks about uh, learn to swim under five hours. So not only is he quick, quick in the pool, he's also quick to teach you how to learn to swim. So again, please, uh, I want to welcome Jamal to our team and, uh, and really happy to have him. And the last uh, one I want to feature today and talk a little bit about is, is Abby Weitzel, who's a two-time Olympian, uh, American record holder. She's, uh, she lives up in my old stomping grounds up in the Bay Area. She swam for Cal Berkeley. Uh, Abby is a sprinter, again, where she competes and earned her spots in the 50 free and the 100 free and be in Tokyo and will more likely will definitely be on some relay events and so forth. So we're thrilled to have her. Uh, joining us and uh, and again sporting speedo and, and representing not only her country but but also our brand so thank you abby for uh, for being part of our team um before i go into the question and answer period there are a few other athletes i would like to to recognize on team speedo that were unable to join us 
I assume that they're probably in the pool uh, training right now or uh, in, in, in uh, making sure that they're, they're cementing uh, their, their thought process as they go towards Tokyo. But uh, Ryan Murphy, Andrew Salisgar, and Becca, Becca Myers, you'll see Ryan competing in the 100 and 200 backstroke. So that name, please be familiar with because you'll, you'll, uh, you'll definitely see him go there. Andrew uh, will be participating on the um, 4x200 freestyle relay team. And Becca, who will be in the Paraly uh, Paralympics, is going to be a busy, a busy individual. She uh, qualified the 400 free, the 100 free. I'm going to look down here. 100 fly and the 200 IM. So she's going to be an awfully busy individual for the for those games and so forth. But, but again, a name uh, to to be reckoned with and, and and to be realized as we go. So again, I, I can't say more anything more. And the fact is that these athletes were so proud to be we're so proud to be associated with. We're also, we want to make sure we recognize and you recognize the fact is they're the engine that drives this ship. We're here to support them and we support them with great product innovation and product from, from goggles to caps to suits to try to help them achieve the goals that they're trying to achieve. So we're thrilled that you get a chance to see the, the, the new Federation suits. It's once every four years, this year, five years, obviously because of COVID, but once every four years as we go through that, this, this is a special time for us as we launch out. We're excited for Team USA. We're excited for Team Speedo. And we're excited that you have a chance to take, take this time to join with us. So I'm going to take this time now. First of all, thanks again for joining us, but to kick it off to any questions. And uh, I'm going to take, I've got one up on the screen already. So uh, Jamal, you're up, my friend. Uh, first question. It's, uh, I'm going to read this as we go. Uh, you're headed to your first Paralympic Games after breaking three American records during the Paralympic trials. Tell us how you feel about your breakout performance and how you're preparing for your first Paralympic appearance. I feel real good about that breakout performance. Um, you know, that's uh, one of those stories about I had something on my wall for, for, for some time now and uh was able to kind of go through it experience it and i think like everyone you know it's like man mission accomplished have a little downtime and then boom it's on to the next mission and that next mission being the actual paralympics and it's kind of coming in there being me having a lot of gratitude um and and preparing to swim fast in this new suit so that, that's what's going on on this side thank you jim Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Abby, I've got a question from Chris Bartles. Chris, you're preparing to return to your second Olympic competition following an impressive performance in the 2016 Games. Can you compare your thoughts and feelings around Tokyo to how you felt heading into Rio? Yeah, it's definitely different than what I felt in 2016. I feel a little bit more relaxed and I feel a little bit more confident going into this year just because I've had the experience of going to 16 where I went in not really expect knowing what to expect and I've had now I have five more years under my belt as well which is awesome and I'm super super excited to be able to step out onto the blocks at another Olympic Games wearing the flag on my cap and I couldn't be more excited the team's different this year obviously the team's different every year um, but just excited to get in there I feel like this year is going to be really good. We're excited to see you on the blocks, too. So that's awesome. Thank you. Here's a question for everyone so you guys can jump in. It says, 
Again, another one from Chris. Uh, outside of fans, many of you have been watching. Oh, excuse me. Outside of fans, many of you have had family watching you compete from the stands. I think we talked a little bit about this before we got on the air. Tell us how it's feel knowing your family's in the audience rooting for you. I'll jump in on that. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thank you, Jim. You know, so this was the first time that Paralympic trials was ever filmed before on NBC Sports and streamed on Peacock. So. Um, you know, during the time of the meet, you know, I kind of, we kind of get those funnels set up. You know, you can go and find the link here. But as I'm sure everyone, you know, who, 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 tries, who tries to, you know, just activate peak performance knows when you're in meet mode or, you know, office mode, crunch time, you know, you're not on your cell phone. You're not playing around. Uh, so I wasn't able to, like, really catch the initial wave, right, uh, which is good. You plan for that. You don't want to be catching the initial wave of excitement from people, but after the last night of the 50 and uh, haven't been able to just kind of, you know, even do better than the record I set that morning, um, it just felt real good to find out that so many people had actually tuned in, have played it, you know, live or pretty much I watched it live. And it just like crazy because, you know, obviously we love swimming. So I'm like, oh, man, you know, like I messed up right here, right here. But I was still able to do this and used to like, you know, so. It's real cool to just be able to everyone have that anchor and have kind of been invested in that moment and their own experience, you know, and then kind of come back together and uh, and just be able to really enjoy it and take it all in for what it was. So uh, a bit long winded, but uh, that's that's what it was like for me. It was real impactful. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's uh, it was awesome having fans there. I mean, it's always awesome to have fans watch. I feel like trials is so much fun and there's just a huge crowd. And I think especially after this last year where there wasn't too much swimming going on and not too many meets and not any spectators um, and barely anything, you know, live streamed, I think it was really awesome and special to be able to have people there and have my family there watching and being able to go give them a hug after my race and just have them right there. I I know all the people that couldn't be there, like Jamal said, had sent me text messages and all of that. So just feeling the love, honestly, from all over. And it's really awesome that, especially Olympic year, swimming is in a spotlight, which is really fun because it's not always in the spotlight. That's great. Well, I have a quick question. Do you know exactly where your family is when you're, when you're uh, getting ready to go on the blocks or the area where they're at? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I knew exactly where they were sitting. They... They bought like all the Cal people. So anyone representing Cal, their families were sitting pretty much in the same section. I think Cal blocked off a huge section of the of the tickets. And so my family was there. Um, a lot of the other athletes' families were sitting near each other. So you, you knew it kind of where the section was over there. And then on the last night when you're swimming a final and if they'll kind of come down to the front or on a certain side of the pool so you can go give them a hug after. Awesome. Uh Abby, it says, what advice would you, this is, an, I think, a great question. What advice would you give Jamal for his first appearance in the Paralympic Games? <laughs> um, take it in. I feel like it's not going to hit you if it hasn't, and maybe it has, but for me, it took a long time for it to hit me that I actually was, I made it and I was going to compete. And I feel like just taking in the moment and realizing that you deserve to be there, you've made it, you've earned your spot, and that when you walk out, like, not feeling like the pressure is a bad thing, but like taking it in and wearing that flag proudly and like doing the best you can for everyone and yourself, because it's, it might not feel different, but it is. And it's really cool that it's different. And I feel like it 
it didn't hit me till like I was way maybe like a year later that I actually went. That's great, great advice. Thank you, Abby. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. No, You're no, welcome. <laughs> it's you know slowly sinking in, like you said. Like uh, I believe that it probably will hit me a year from now. It's different. <laughs> It's almost like always saying, enjoy the journey, right? As, as you go. It's really <laughs> cool. that one present moment at a time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, to both of you, uh, can you describe your experience swimming in Speedo suits during the trials and what sets them apart? Definitely. You got you it. Want it. Okay, I'll go. Um, I've worn Speedo my whole swimming career, and I just feel I've tried on other suits, and there's never, there's nothing like the Speedo suits for me. I... Um, when I graduated college and was, you know, deciding, hoping to join Team Speedo, honestly, it's always been what I wanted. Um, I was trying on a couple other suits and when I, I put the Speedo suit back on after I was like, okay, this is, it's home. I'm back home. Like, this is it. Um, I, it always just feels so comfortable to me and I feel like it's going technically into the suit, like the compression's in the right spot. There's a lot of buoyancy in the hips and the legs. I can, you know, stay, there's body alignment, and I just love the suit from top to bottom, and they're the best suits, the best colors, uh, <laughs> the, best, the best everything. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> Thank you so much. Duval, do you have any comments? Obviously, coming out in your first, qualifying your first Olympics and so forth, and you're in Speedo now. How'd it feel? Yes, sir, absolutely. Uh, really love the suits, you know. Um, I like especially... I think you really kind of hit it when you were introducing that, that exoskeleton 4.0 shark skin suit of 2040. Uh, and you just kept reiterating evolution, right? Evolution, evolution. Um, and so to have been able to come on to Team Speedo at this point in evolution, uh, I think is it's been really just kind of perfect timing, man. Like really happy with the suits. Um, the two different versions of the men's suit, you know, the Valor and their intent. Uh, and, and that Valor, you know, kind of just feeling for me a little bit more just, I describe it, this is how I describe it. I describe it to people like a space shuttle coming back down in from space. And like, it's got to be light. So, you know, things can fly off as they need to, but it's still so sturdy. Like, you know, this thing is going to land. Um, and just referring to that as my 50 and then uh, that intent being more of like a Ferrari of suits, you know, like you really press down on the pedal. For me, you know, again, Sprinter, that hundred is, I'm trying to not think of it as long, but it feels long, um, you know, being able to just kind of drive through and power through that, have really, you know, just a nice, really squeeze, you know, on the glutes the whole time. Uh, so, so I'm really happy with both suits, uh, you know, and you can kind of mix and match it for what you need for that day or that event. And uh, I like that, you know, because it's a dynamic sport. So that's important. Yeah, you know, I think evolution is so important because you guys, your training methods evolve too. As you evolve, we we want to evolve with you, and so it's like never satisfied. I think we all we all think that we all have that little paranoia that we want to continue to be the best we can possibly be and keep evolving as we go. So I think we're in lockstep when we go down that uh, that path together. A question for you, for both of you, is like, what athlete do you look up to most, whether it be someone in the swimming world or outside the swimming world? You go. I went first last time. <laughs> okay, for sure. I'll take it. Um, for me, it's probably gonna be honestly, I like fighters, so it's gonna be a tie between Muhammad Ali and Floyd Mayweather. 
Um, Muhammad Ali, I think, just because of, you know, just being willing to, I think, stand for just decency and humanity, you know, when it's not important at the cost of a lot of money and career and things like that, but really shaped a time, shaped an era, and uh, that took a lot of courage. And then Floyd Mayweather, because, you know, of just kind of what he's been able to do in terms of monetizing his, you know, non-mainstream sport uh, to, for, for the athlete, you know, for, 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 for the engine, as we say. So uh, those will probably be my top tied two right there. I Thanks. definitely have a lot. I feel like this is cheesy to say, but there's so many people that I've looked up to in the swimming world. And um, when I think of when, like, my immediate reaction when someone asks me who, like, my inspiration is or who my role model is or who I really looked up look up to is, um, both I always have looked up to Elizabeth Beisel and Natalie Coughlin, and I think they're just super, not only amazing athletes, but they are and were both just amazing leaders and just people who you liked to be around and could look up to for leadership or go ask questions to no matter your age. And they're just awesome people. And, um, Beisel's awesome. She's just so cool in and out of the water. Like her life is just like a dream, honestly, I feel like. So um, yeah, those two women are awesome. And um, they definitely were people that I looked up to when I started swimming for sure. And still do. And fierce competitors. They were Yes. They were, they were, amazing, they were, amazing athletes and competitors. Absolutely. Uh, final question. Uh, it's been amazing feeling to get to know you and secure your spot on the, this year's games. Can you describe how you'll shift gears to focus on Tokyo? Like what's next? I feel like going into Either training one. camp soon. Oh, sorry. I kind of just took it. <laughs> um, I feel like switching gears, it's, it's <laughs> hard. You got to take a second to, to, to reset like I am now I'm at home, but I'm leaving for leaving for training camp in a couple days. And you, how do you get by? It's like, how do you get better? You know, you have the game start in what, four or five weeks. I don't even know. Um, and how do you get better in that amount of time? It's for me, it's utilizing the people around you. It's utilizing team USA and learning from everyone you're going to be around. I mean, theoretically, how do you become from, go from here to here as an athlete, it's, it's really hard. So it's more of a mental side of it. It's more of the, the, the small details, the learning from the other competitors and the other teammates and the coaches on staff, you know, it's like you're racing everyone at trials and then you all come together and every coach there is going to try and help every athlete there get better. And that's really awesome. And that's really exciting. And the whole team USA staff is there trying to help everyone get better. So just utilizing your resources and getting excited and, um, being inspired by the other swimmers there. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said, Abby. Absolutely. Uh, for me, it's about eight weeks out. And so, you know, that's a lot of time, especially when you're just taking it one day at a time, right, Jim? Um, really just going to re reconcentrate the vision, you know, reconcentrate those uh, those mental experiences. It's a completely different pool now, completely different country, completely different space, completely different venue, you know. So just completely different, you know, almost a uh, mind movie that I'm making now in my mind. And I'm just, you know, leisurely walking through, popping into daily, um, enjoying the view of anything that could and might happen. Uh, so just ramping that up, man, um, in addition to, you know, fine-tuning some things that obviously were highlighted at trials. 
Uh, you know, whether you win or you lose, there's always a lesson, right? So there's a lot of obvious things that we can really just continue to spend extra time on. COVID-19 is now, uh, you know, uh, start, started to, to get a better handle on that, right? So a lot of pools are opening up. That'll expand training hours for me in Los Angeles. Um, so a lot of time, a lot of opportunity, man. Still just, it seems like it's still next year almost, even though it's only eight weeks away. So um, I, I feel like me and my team were in a good space. That's awesome. It, uh, you know, as I said, enjoy the journey because I think it's like it's such a special time, and 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 know that we'll, we'll be cheering awfully hard for Team USA, and maybe a little harder and scream a little louder for our Team Speedo. But we're 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 going to be cheering for all of you over there, and and to, to to be your best that you can be. So I I, I wish you nothing but success. Uh, thank you so much for for spending time with us. Everyone on the call, thank you for spending time with us today and, and getting a chance to see what our new Federation suit looks like, get a chance to, to know our, a couple of our athletes a little more, more in depth than, uh, than maybe you did uh, 30 minutes ago, uh, and look for them to do some amazing things uh, on, st on center stage in Tokyo. So unfortunately, the ones we, we couldn't, Caleb and, and Haley and so forth, we were expecting on today, we had a little technical difficulties and so forth. I know they would love to join, so we'll try and, uh, we'll try and regroup on that. And maybe if you have questions for them specifically, you can ask those uh, you'll see a number that, to call you can ask for that and we can get back to you for there so thank you again uh, uh, in, in, enjoy enjoy the rest of the day thanks for joining us and uh, go team USA go speedo